Welcome to Talking to Myself. I am Myra Kay, and I'm here with Hanky Quattro and Chip. I am a 20-plus year communication professor who doesn't profess to know it all, hence the name Talking to Myself, because I will walk right out of these doors and do everything wrong. What I was talking about earlier was I had found this brownie in my bag, and it was in there since November, last November. And it didn't taste the same. And I was wondering if I had COVID. Do y'all think I have COVID? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't think it's weird that I found it. Let me tell you how it happened. I, somebody made me the brownies for my birthday last year. Mm. I didn't want to eat the whole brownie. Because, you know, I'll be watching what I'm going to eat, how many sweets and all that stuff, balancing it out. So I took a bite and I wrapped it up in a napkin put it in my bag. So then of course, December, I'm not even sure we had a meeting. January hit, I think I brought another bag with me. February, I probably didn't even bring a bag with me. March hit, COVID. Mm -hmm. So from then on, we've been meeting virtually. So this poor brownie has been in my bag all this time and I really haven't even carried the bag. And so mm -hmm. then just today, I'm you know, going through some stuff just cause I'm going through stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here's that birthday brownie I had. <laughs> You know, so it's not like I just keep brownies. So then I'm like, I gotta taste it. Mm. You know, I gotta, no, I no. gotta. <laughs> That's what you mean, wrong. <laughs> I gotta taste it to see if I have COVID. Yeah, that's what you're wrong. Do I have COVID? Do I have COVID? Yeah. And I don't know my taste because you know they say you lose your taste, right? Right. And so I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Anyway, anyway, let's get started. Um, today is the last day of Black History Month in the UK. Can you believe it? I didn't even know they even had Black History no, Month. I never knew that. Yeah, there's in October. Ours is, we get the shortest month of the year, February. And the UK, they celebrate theirs in October, and today's the last day of it. So they're like Halloween and Black History Month. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So everybody in the UK... Yay, last day of Black yeah. History Month, you know. And even though I celebrate Black History 365, I'm going to give it an extra shout out in October. I'm going to be like, February and October are my two, yay, Black right. History Month, extra day, extra months. I'm going to do a little extra on those days. But additionally, today, as you know, is Halloween, but it's not just Halloween. It's Halloween with a full moon. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time in 76 years that we have had Halloween with a full moon. Mm. And it won't happen again until 2039. So it's going to be a while. So just think last year we were thinking, okay, we're going to have Halloween on a Saturday right. with a full moon. It's going to be hyped. Everybody's probably all excited, like, oh, we're going to have some good fun next year. But we didn't know 2020 was going to be like a whole nightmare where it's going to be like a deadly virus <laughs> floating <laughs> around. We have to wear masks or the virus will kill us, you know, and all that kind of stuff. In addition to it being a full moon, it's also a blue moon. A blue one? It's a blue moon. It's a full moon mm. on Halloween and Halloween's on a Saturday. So this will be the bomb like party night, right? Are kids, are kids going trick-or-treating today? Yeah, they're trick-or-treating. They're coming around. Well, not, not coming here. We don't ever get trick-or-treaters in, in our particular neighborhood. They don't want to come back to the cut. But yes, they are trick-or-treating at 6 o'clock tonight. They're mm. starting it. But a blue moon just means that it's an extra 
full moon mm-hmm. during a, a period of time. So that's why you hear people say, oh, every blue moon means it's like every once in a while because you don't always get an extra full moon. Oh, wow. So we have an extra full moon, but the thing about a blue moon is it does kind of have, sometimes it has kind of a greenish or a bluish cast, but it's really more about that it's an extra blue moon, uh, extra moon that happens, an extra full moon that happens, and that's not always like a, a common thing. So it's a blue moon. So what a lot of people would say is that, wow, there's going to be all this kind of crazy energy going around because we know or people believe that Halloween is when the barrier between the physical world and the spiritual world is really thin. So that means that people who are dead, could be good people, could be bad people, are able to kind of come on back to the spiritual world today. And then other people would say, during this time with this blue full moon, and all this other stuff, you know, retrogrades and all kinds of other stuff happening. There's like a lot of energy going around. And if you are thinking about like relationships, this is a good time to close out a relationship. You can get good closure during this time. Or if you want to get back with someone, this is a good time to resurrect the relationship. Somebody you might feel people might come back into your life at this time. They just kind of feel that energy and they're like, okay, I want to come on back. They don't know why they want to come back. Just energy just hits them and they all of a sudden just want to contact you. So this is going to continue to happen until like November 3rd. So you'll still feel all this kind of blue full energy until November 3rd. So it doesn't just stop in one day. So watch Mm. out for the mold flames. Because they're going to be flying up because all this moon energy. So Mm. keep up. And then also we go, we, we fall back, right? Don't we fall back tomorrow? Yeah, I think so. So we get an extra hour tomorrow too so a lot is jumping off this weekend so i say all that to say absolutely nothing because technically we're talking about ghosts today since it's halloween we're talking about some ghost stories and i believe in ghosts i there are no ifs there are no ands about it i believe in ghosts i believe i have experienced ghosts and you know i don't know if you can tell me that they don't exist because i believe they exist The first ghost story I have, it happened when I was probably like, let's see, probably like 29 years old. We, my grandmother was still living, but she had been diagnosed with cancer and she knew she didn't have very long to live. And she had this rocking chair in her basement that belonged to her father, which would have been my great grandfather, you guys' great, great grandfather. And it had been in her basement, I remember, for 50 years. I remember that. It was 50 years. And it had never been moved since he had he had been dead 50 years. And it had been in her basement that long. No one had ever touched it. I never even saw it before. It had always been down there. Mom knew it was down there. So she says, well, can I have that rocking chair? So, of course, my grandmother's like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, come and get it. And so me and Mom get the car, which at the time was a Suburban. We go over and we get this rocking chair, put it in the car. In the suburban and it had never this is the first time it had left the house in 50 years my grandmother's house we drive the suburban down the street and we didn't even get far just maybe like just around the corner every lock in the car went up and down like boop, 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 all around to every door like all around from the left back right all around we stopped mm. the car we're like what Stopped it, turned it off, turned it back on, drove some more, did it again. Every it was like somebody was trying to get out of the car. I mean, it was frantically like that the whole way home. Like somebody was literally like trying to get out of the car. Wow. So we get home, we pull the the chair out, 
And we're like, oh, my God, what in the world? And then we, we're like, well, maybe, you know, we're letting our rational minds, you know, jump in. And we're like, maybe there's a short. There's probably some, this, this is not a ghost. There's maybe a short going on. Let's, um, let's drive the car now that the chair is out. Let's drive the car now. Didn't do it again. It never did it again. Mm. That was the only time it ever did it. We had that chair in the car. And we always thought that maybe the chair was like, I don't know, protecting her because it was her father's chair. It had been in the house for 50 years. She was still alive, but she was sick. And we took it out of the house. And I'm telling you, it was like that chair was like, no, let me out of this car. It was like fighting to get out of that car. I'm wow. not kidding you. And we were like, oh, my God. So then mom left it outside for like days. She's like, bump that. This, this dang on ghost chair ain't coming in, you know. Because <laughs> we were like convinced this is a ghost chair. Like this, this chair has eaten a human. There's a human body inside this ghost some kind of way. Uh-uh, no, this chair, no way, you know. So nonetheless, finally she brought it in and she, she refinished it. And the whole time she refinished it, she was like very gentle. I remember she was like talking to it. And it... I guess everything was okay, and it's, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, I'm going to show it to you when we go over there. The, the chair has been now in her house, I figured it out today, in mom's house 21 years, mm. and it has not moved. It's been sitting right there, it's been happy for 21 years, it's probably just been watching y'all grow up, watching the Domino, hey Domino, you know, hey Paco, different dogs come and go, you know, it's just been like living mm -hmm. the life now with us as it had lived the life with her for 50 years, but I'm telling you, that was the scariest thing, and it was literally like that chair was fighting. It's like something you would see in a movie. Mm. It was just like that, like just like this mad, just crazy, fast pumping, just trying to get out that car, doors locking and unlocking the whole, like 20 minutes straight, mm. nonstop, nonstop. So that was one. Then the second time I was, I think I was experiencing a ghost, I brought Chippy home from the hospital, and every time I was here by myself with Chippy, I always felt like somebody was in back of me and looking over my shoulder. So like if I had him and I was laying him on the bed, I felt like somebody was behind me, but looking over my shoulder at him. And at first it seemed like they were just like looking at him, and this is all this very intuitive. I don't have any answers to it. I don't know where this is coming from. But it was like they were looking just at him, like, oh, let me see the baby, like that. That's just kind of what I felt like, let me see the baby. And then later it became like, let me make sure you know what you're doing with the baby. So it was, you know, it was like, let me, let me see the baby. And then it was like somebody was making sure I wasn't like messing up with the baby kind of thing. And then once they realized, or whoever I want to say, I don't know, it's like once they realized I was, I knew what I was doing with the baby, then they kind of went away. And then even one time my sister came over and she was just like, I had been telling her about it. And she was like, you know what? I think you're right. I was feeling somebody looking over my shoulder too, but I had him. It was like somebody was making sure I knew what I was doing. You know, so it was definitely like a presence. And I don't know if it was my grandmother because she knew Hanky, but she never met Chippy. So I don't know if she was like looking over, like, let me see the baby at first. And then let me see if you know what you're doing with that baby. Or if it was your dad's mom looking like, let me see the baby. Or let me see if you know what you, but it was, that was the sense that I got of it. Right. And I, and I always in this house smell cigarette smoke. Mm. I always do. I always smell cigarette. Let me say this. I smell it a lot. I don't smell it always, always. It comes to me every once in a while. I smell cigarette smoke. Mm. And I went, I have gotten every test. I've gotten 
brain scans, everything to try to figure out why I smell cigarette smoke. And when it first occurred to me, I thought it was the neighbors. I was like, these neighbors are really smoking a lot of cigarettes to where I can smell it. Oh my gosh. And this has been years, years. And then I finally realized, wait a minute, no, I don't think it's them. And I kept going and going and going. And then I'm like, okay, look, maybe I gotta go to the doctor. Maybe I have a brain tumor, you know? And so I went to the doctor and I'm like, you know, I constantly smell cigarette smoke. You know, I don't know what it is, but it's been going on for a while and I, I dismissed it, blah, blah, blah. And they um, did, I mean, I went through extensive testing and they were like, man, we can't find any reason why you you smell this, mm. this, this phantom smell of cigarette smoke. And I'm like, I don't know either, but whatever. So then, of course, I come home and I smell it, but my grandmother was, of course, a big smoker. And I smell, I don't smell it every day, but I do smell it at least a couple times a week. I smell heavy, heavy cigarette smoke. And so I don't know if that's mm. like her presence or if that's like, I don't know, maybe another ancestor's presence here with me, but it's not constant but i only smell it in this house if i go somewhere else i don't smell it but i smell it when i'm here and it's a heavy heavy cigarette smoke smell hmm. so as a deaf to me i think it's some kind of something some kind of presence because i don't smell it all the time so guys i don't know i'm just that's just me you know but what are your thoughts do you believe in ghosts yeah i definitely believe in ghosts um i don't think that all ghosts have bad intentions, though. Okay. I think most of them, they have unfinished business that they might want to go. Like how you said, um, the thing with your grandmother mm -hmm. watching me, I feel like maybe part of her unfinished business was to make sure that I was doing okay. okay. And then to make sure that you were doing okay when you smell the smoke. Okay. So I feel like, yeah, we have some bad ghosts, but there's also some good ghosts. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. And even when I smell the smoke now, I'm to the point now because it's been going on for years. I I just acknowledge it. I'm like, I say something like, all is well, all is good. You know, I just, I don't even know what else to do now. I just acknowledge that maybe it's an ancestor who's here with me because um, like 10 minutes ago, I wasn't smelling smoke. And then it's like, it's almost like somebody comes in and I smell smoke. Mm. And then I'm like, then I'm like, okay, hey, what's up? Everybody's good. You know, I just acknowledge it now. And then it'll go on for like another, let's say 15 minutes. And then it's like gone. Hmm. And then it's like, it's like, it's like people like, it's like somebody's checking. It's like somebody comes in and checks and then it's over. And I have no feeling as to whether it is a, a man, whether it's a woman. I have no, I don't get a sense of who it is. Mm -hmm. I just know that when I smell, let me say this. If I had to pick, if I had to choose, the sense I get is it's more of a man. Right. Mm -hmm. When I when I smell the smoke, I, I feel like it's more of a man, but I don't know who that man is. But I do sense that it's more of a man, and they come in and they're here for like I don't know fifteen or so minutes, and then I for until I acknowledge it, mm -hmm. and then when I acknowledge it, it's like they stay for like a few more minutes and then they go. But it's like they just like looking around and making sure everything's okay, and then they're like, I'm out, see you. And then it might be three more days, and then they'll come back. But it's not every day. But it's several times a week, for sure. For sure. Yeah, like, I don't have any personal encounters with ghosts that I remember, but, like, I do definitely believe in all the paranormal activity. And like Chip said, like, I know some of them, don't, they all don't have bad intentions. And, you know, 
But I think they definitely exist and they definitely have a presence in this world. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, even at work, I remember in my office, you know, I would be in my office and I would um, always feel really strange closing my door. And I would always leave my office door open. And then there was this mandate once where they were like, every door must be closed. It's a fire hazard. So we all had to close our doors and I could not stay in my office with my door closed. I always felt like somebody was in there with me and I just couldn't do it. And it wasn't like it was someone I knew. I didn't feel necessarily unsafe, but I just didn't feel comfortable. I wanted the door open. And so I would always want it open. So because I couldn't keep my door open, I didn't like to stay in my office. So I would leave. So anyway, long story short, they finally changed the rule and we were able to open open our doors again. And then I found out later that someone had, before it was even a college, someone had committed suicide right where my office is, like right around there. Mm. And there was a story that there was a ghost that roamed in that area. Mm. And I'm telling you, when I found that out, I was like, I knew as soon as I heard that, when I heard that there was a ghost that, you know, was around there because someone had committed suicide before it was a college, I was like, that's why I couldn't stay in my office. I I knew exactly what it was. I'm like, that's it. Because I I just couldn't stay in there. It was like, I can stay here with the door open, but not closed. Mm -hmm. Because it was always like a, I don't know, it just felt like a presence. It felt like a female presence. It felt like just somebody was in there with me. And I was just like what is this? I, c- I can't do this. And I would always open the door, but I never knew what it was. That's just what I, I kind of felt. So, you know, and people think you're crazy when you say this stuff, but I don't feel crazy. I know what I, I know what I think. I know what I feel. You know, I know what I sense, you know, and I, I, I do think that that stuff is, is real. I do. I can't, it's, to me, it's like kind of unrealistic, at least on my end, to think that the world is just what it is right here, right now, you mm-hmm. know, and then there's nothing outside of myself. So I definitely uh, do think that there are other presence, presences of around. You know, I know it's not just me, you know. For sure. Yeah. So with that being said, have a happy, I don't know if it's happy or not, have a scary Halloween, get those intentions together, and as always, we'll be black next week. Peace. Peace.